0: This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic from Bloomberg Radio. Hey, everybody. Uh, this is the third most read story on the Bloomberg. It's about the HSBC manager's heart attack. What was going through his head and what it says about being overworked. It is an unbelievable story. And another fascinating piece of reporting from Lenan Nguyen. She's finance reporter at Bloomberg News. She is with us on the phone in New York City. Lenan. I'm so glad we were able to get you on to talk about this. So tell us about Johnny Frostick.
1: So, Johnny is um, someone who is a sort of regulatory uh, IT guy at HSBC. He's a contractor, and uh, a couple of Sundays ago he had a heart attack, and the first few things he thought about were work-related, and it wasn't until the fourth thought he had was, oh, what about my wife? Maybe she'll find me dead. Um, And so he wrote this viral LinkedIn post that has just completely caught fire um, on LinkedIn because, you know, everyone is thinking about overwork and burnout right now. And it just really touched a chord, not just in finance, but just around the world in terms of people who are getting ground down by work right now.
0: All right. Well, first of all, Johnny's doing okay, correct? Yes, he's doing okay. Thankfully, he's doing
1: and well enough to have given an exclusive interview to us so um, he's very philosophical and you know very very much reprioritizing re his life
0: right now well talk to him a little bit more about the conversation you have because what's interesting is he actually chronicled right his near-death experience as you write in a viral linkedin post that has been viewed almost seven million times that's as of tuesday so i'm sure it's higher than that he what did he write about and what did you want to talk to him about
1: So first of all, he wrote in very colorful language, so um, when you read our story, we do include a link to the original post because it is very much worth reading on its own. Um, He talks about the fact that, you know, he kind of prioritized all of these things, like being on Zoom calls for 12 hours and just, you know, working and putting up with a lot of crap at work that he honestly (laughs) did not want to put up with anymore. And just really um, going too overboard in terms of not taking care of his own life and his own health. And, uh, you know, just going too far in and too deep into work without really taking care of his, um, his own health.
0: And he also talked about the isolation of remote work, which is something I feel like, Lenan, we are talking a lot about, have talked about uh, a lot over the past year, especially for people we know in New York who lived alone or felt really isolated. It can be, after a while, not so much fun.
1: Yes, exactly. And I think that was one of the the points he made when we were talking. He said, you know, normally when you go to work, you have a kind of wind up when you go on your commute and you kind of prepare for work and get ready, get in work mode. And then when you come home, you decompress. And right now, those boundaries are just completely obliterated. And so people are just finding themselves working all the time, not setting their own boundaries, not saying, okay, now it's time to shut off, uh, do other things, you know, and take care of your life
0: yeah it's interesting too and listen you've been covering this as many of the members of our Bloomberg News team you know just writing about whether it's investment bankers on Wall Street we know it's not easy especially if you're starting out in the industry if you're a junior investment banker you know you're working around the clock you're working weekends we are hearing though increasingly where workers are speaking up and that senior executives are looking at ways to maybe ease the situation is there really a change going on well I think
1: Certainly in Johnny's case, he really wants to drive this conversation. He's, uh, you know, what I, I think would be a middle manager. You know, he runs a team of maybe 20-plus people. Mm-hmm. So he does manage people, and one of his priorities in discussing this was to really talk about this you know, issue to talk about the fact that people are not taking care of themselves and that they're not good workers either. If you don't take care of yourself, um, then you can't really be particularly productive either. And so he's just trying to open up this conversation about work, about flexibility and about making sure that
0: people are sort of balanced, balanced individuals and balanced workers. You know, it's interesting, too. And I feel like we are having a more broader conversation, too, about companies, CEOs, leaders who say, uh, let's deal with, you know, inequities in society, let's deal with racism, let's talk about people being overworked. And I do wonder how much of it ultimately leads to actions and a real change in how we do it, or once we get back to quote unquote normal after the pandemic, do we all be like, yeah, yeah, yeah? That work-life balance. I got to get this project done.
1: <laughs> you know, it's a tough
0: one, Carol, and I
1: think it's it's down to individuals, but of course, mm. it's down to companies as well to understand that people have changing expectations. That uh, you know, young people, for instance, you know, I, I I'm stunned by the fact that uh, you know, young Goldman associates would be so bold as to write a deck that says they're overworked and their mental health is suffering. Right? That's yeah. not something we would have seen even maybe a year ago. And so, this is a, a huge conversation. You know, the fact that almost 8 million people now have have read this post, there are 200,000 likes, uh, you know, this is really driving a conversation. All of our main competitors have picked it up and have cited our reporting as well. So Mm. it's definitely touched a nerve. Um, Thanks to Johnny's post, not to our story, it it really just did grab people. And uh, it's a really colorful read as well. I wasn't able to use the expletives that he did in
0: his (laughs) post, so you have to go and read the original source. Darn. Uh, Anyway, it is among the most read, as I said, this is what people in the financial community are reading big time. Linnan, great reporting as always. Lynnanne Nguyen, finance reporter here at Bloomberg News.